It's the morning conversation on My Bridge Radio, and for 40 years, Family Life has been ministering to couples around the world through the Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference. Now, this opportunity for couples to spend a weekend getting reconnected while rediscovering the blueprint for marriage, it's coming back to Nebraska in March and April. And along with his wife, Julie, Dan Brenton speaks at Weekend to Remember Marriage Conferences. This morning, this pastor from Grand Island joins us to connect us to the impact this weekend has on couples. Dan, welcome to the Morning Conversation. Thank you. Great to be with you. Yeah, so it's been about 11 years. I was quite surprised when I kind of started looking back and, hey, when's the last time that Dan and I talked? And I'm like, man, yeah, and you had just pretty recently come to Nebraska at that point. Yeah, we had moved here from Alabama. We had moved from (laughs) Tuscaloosa. And when we moved here, it was like negative seven for the first week we were here. And I had grown up in the Kansas City area, but you know, when you're away from it for a while, and you come back and you remember, that's why they make gloves. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a daughter in Kansas City, and Kansas City does not typically get as cold as Nebraska. So even that was no, not, no. not great preparations for what you get when you got to Nebraska. But we're glad you're here. We're glad you stayed here. Excited for your ministry, specifically at uh, Grand Island E-Free, but then also through your ministry, you and your wife's ministry with Weekend to Remember, that you've been involved with for how many years now? Well, Julie and I have been married 40 years. We have been on the speaker team with family life for 28. Wow. So we've probably spoken at um, 130 conferences Mm. all over the country. There's no way we would have remembered them, but we were told by somebody to write down every city we've been in. Ah. So I've done that. It's been an incredible privilege to be a part of family life. You're father, you're a grandfather, you're a pastor of a thriving church there, a large thriving church in Grand Island, yet you continue to invest in couples in the weekend to remember each year. And so I'd love to kind of get at your why a little bit, like why spend that kind of time? You've got plenty of things that are on your plate that are super meaningful and impactful, but you keep this one on there as well. Why is that? I love what I do as a pastor. Absolutely love it. I love our people. I love everything about Sunday morning, Mm. but as long as I can, I want to keep being a part of family life because the, the picture in my mind is God is allowing us to fly a sortie behind enemy lines and we can deliver these biblical principles about marriage and family to many times an unchurched audience. Hmm. And so as long as we have a voice and the opportunity and the health to do so, we want to continue to be a part of it. Hmm. It's so good for our marriage because, you know, you know this as well as I do, when you're teaching on something, it causes you to be accountable and you've got to apply these principles. So we're the biggest benefactor. Julie and I are the biggest benefactors of being a part of telling people about God's design, biblical design for marriage. So Dan, why is marriage such a challenge? I mean, this thing that is so beautiful, so life-giving when done right in, in a healthy state, something that so many of us dream of and are excited to enter into, what makes it such a challenge at the end of the day? You know, it is a beautiful thing. I think so many times people bail before they really reach Mm. the sweet spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, the obvious thing is, I think you've got, what we say is you've got an internal battle going on. You've got an external battle going on. And then you've got an invisible battle going on. So you've got this enemy who wants to steal, kill, and destroy, who's real. And he's got marriage right in the bullseye of his hateful devotion. Hmm. But then also you've got this internal thing going on where it's like, 
well, you know what, Julie? I want you to do it my way. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, she's selfish too, right? So it's like there's this internal battle of my will versus your will, and you just got to cave to God's will. But then also there's this cultural battle going on that's whispering lies to you all the time about these models that really they're fool's gold. They're not working. They shred the integrity of marriage and oneness. So God's biblical design really works, Mm. but you've got to be aware it's a battle. You've got this enemy who's trying to wipe you out. The tools he's using are real. Mm. And then you've also got this internal, I mean, I, I don't think we realize it. When Jesus rescued us, he rescued us from this degree of depravity that we underestimate at best. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I, great, fulfilling, but man, it's a battle. You made a statement a few moments ago. You said that uh, too many bail before they get to the beauty. My own marriage, like there are seasons that were not overly fun. <laughs> like, yeah. But even as we've been yeah. talking, I've been having thoughts about my wife and I love my wife. We're in such a sweet space. I'd like to hear you talk about that a little bit more, specifically the bailing before we get to the beauty and that whole dynamic. You know, you do the best you can with pre-marriage counseling, but nobody's really prepared for the other side of this thing. So the honeymoon gets over pretty quick when you realize it's like what was cute when you were engaged is now you're going to paint your fingernails on my dashboard. Really? (laughs) You know, and then all of a sudden these little people come into your life. This is where we teach couples. It's like, wait a minute, you're one with each other. You're not one with these children. Mm. One day these children will leave your home and then they will be united in marriage with somebody. They'll be one with somebody else. So we often say kids don't have stress, but they are carriers, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So think of all of the bridges you have to cross raising a family and you're supposed to keep your bride front and center. And so I think there's this speed bump around seven years that I kind of see as a common denominator where couples are like, this isn't what I bargained for. Mm. Because everything about parenting is causing us to die to ourselves, which is a good process. That's a slow death. But then, you know, you start getting to a point where You know, the kids are self-cleaning, spend this, and it's got to be intentional where you're able to get away with your bride and this commitment is far greater than the feelings which ebb and flow. Mm. I think it really reaches a sweet spot where faithfulness over time, there is a benefit factor to Mm. that. Where you rediscover one another. A professional counselor named Dick Hastings in Alabama said this. He said, through the course of our marriage, you're married to five different people. And he's not saying different individual people. Think about you were different when you were engaged and when you first got married. And then you went through that early years. And now, you know, as a 60-year-old man, it's like you're you're a chiseled person compared to what you were then. And it's not that you weren't weren't bad then, Hmm. but you were different. And God is grown you up. Mm. And I think there's this beautiful process of welcoming the next new improved version of yourself into this marriage. It just grows exponentially over time. And I think that's God's design, but it's hard. Relinquishing control to Him. Wow, how do you do that? So Dan, you know, people hear Marriage Weekend and, you know, a variety of images come to mind, right? Give us an overview of what a weekend to remember is like. Most of the conversations you're going to have are with just 
the speaker speaking at you, but then also there's going to be breakout sessions just for you and your spouse to talk in a non-threatening way. And so I think a large majority of the guys who've never been there before are going, you know, that was pretty good. Mm. That was funny. I had a good time. But I think what happens is you're coming in from the culture and you walk into this and it takes about 10 hours for you to detox from the culture because you, your mind's distracted, you're busy. And then all of a sudden you come out of this and you haven't been listening to your phone. You haven't been listening to the news. You're relaxed and you're looking over going, wait a minute, I remember you, you know, looking at your spouse. I remember you. And, and then there's a time on Sunday morning where we totally separate the guys and then we totally separate the girls, which is a refreshing time to recharge our batteries and talk freely as men and what we're up against. And likewise with the women, there's laughter, but then there's also times where, you know, there's a tear in the eye going, you know what? I really do love my husband. I really do love my wife. You know, Sam, when I do a wedding, I tell couples, time is marked by two words in the scriptures. There's chronos time, which we're enslaved to. But there's also another word for time. It's kairos time. It's those moments that hang in the art gallery of your heart. When you were married and you said, I do, that was a kairos moment. When your children were born and you were there and you're like, what? That's a kairos moment. And I think this conference affords us some time where we have some kairos moments where it's like these moments stand in eternity and we're making decisions to say, you know what, we're going to go for it. We're going to ride this out. If God allows us, we're going to be the 60-year kind of couple till death do us part. That's the heart of it. So, Dan, you, you said earlier this morning that you and your wife, you've spoken at, was it 138 cities? Is that what it was? Well, yeah, I've got them marked. I haven't counted recently, but it, it's like 135. So what's a story that you can think of that's been very meaningful and special to you in terms of how God strategically, powerfully used the weekend to remember in a couple, and maybe a couple that like going into it was kind of hopeless and didn't, it was kind of the last effort. One time, Julie and I are walking the lobby of this hotel in a city we, we've never been to before. And somebody hollers out, hey, Dan, Julie. And we're like, who knows us here? Come to find out, this is a couple who's previously been to a conference that we just happened to speak at. And telling us the story of, you know, we were at our wits end 10, 15 years ago, we went to a family life marriage conference. You guys were there. And it's not that we did it. It's that God did amazing work through them. And now here they are a decade plus later, getting their oil changed in their marriage, coming to another conference and going, this changed our life. And now we're bringing other couples to it. And you're like, you know what, God, I'm part of something bigger than me. Julie and I went to Lincoln recently in the, in the snowstorm and went to Les Mis. And Fab, fabulous story, right? Great play. But it's like, you know, you've got this big idea of redemption of the play of Les Mis. The next day, I could be in the Piggly Wiggly in the produce section with the person who played one of the lead characters, and they would have been out. out I wouldn't have recognized. Them. But you know what? I benefited from being at the play and the story of redemption. In the same way, you know, I could be at, you know, the Piggly Wiggly, run into somebody in the meat section they don't recognize me because it's not about me. It is about the message God's biblical does design for marriage. And so I love being a part of this because it doesn't make it about us. We're not the stars here. Jesus' redemptive plan is the star. And these couples will long forget us, but they won't forget the message that Jesus is teaching about 
oneness in marriage. That's what we see over and over and over again. You, you get us out of the way and you make it about God and his redemptive plan and you teach the scriptures clearly. And it's like, I want that. That's a beautiful thing. So Dan, someone's listening this morning. They really, really want to attend this weekend to remember. They recognize the state that their marriage is in and they're they're hearing the stories and they think, man, this this could be something that could be significant, but their partner's not in. Like they, they're accurately assessing that their partner would not be interested in a weekend like this. How would you recommend them handling that situation? You know, Julie and I've benefited from, you know, being able to shine a flashlight on on a certain area of your life and helping give you direction. I'm pro- biblical counseling. But how much more beneficial when you get in an environment where you can let your hair down, you can detox, you can focus on the issues at hand and you don't, okay, it's one hour, I'm in, then I'm out. This gives you the the environment, the atmosphere, and the time that you need to focus on the right things. I would plead to the men, guys, I'm a guy. (laughs) I've got attention deficit disorder before it was ever even identified. I'm telling you, this will deliver. It won't get you back to where you once were. It'll get you to a place you've never been. And I think that's the appeal. I've heard people go, well, oh, you're going to that family life conference? Well, what's the matter? Well, wait a minute. No, I think what this does is wherever you are at in your marriage relationship, it will ratchet you up to the next level. There's very few tools that can do that. But I I think this is one that can deliver on that. The weekly rhythm is awesome and that's the normal, but that's like having one round of a boxing match and then you have another week to recover before you enter to the next round, right? So when you go to a retreat- (laughs) I love it, I love that. When you you go to an experience like this, it's 15 rounds, like back to back, right? So you can knock some stuff out that needs to be knocked out, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna steal that, Stan, I love that. That's beautiful. And we say this to couples at the at the start. By the end of the weekend, you will have gone through an emotional P90X workout where, you know, there's there's a, some lactic acid buildup. There's some fatigue. You're looking out the ear hole of your helmet in some ways going, wow. But I, I think it's worth it. You'll get over that soreness of getting those things knocked out of you. But I think in the long run, the benefit will outweigh the pain, which isn't that the message of the cross? I think Jesus went to the cross because the benefit for his children outweighed the pain of the cross. And I think that's that's the that's what we're going to get out of it. The Weekend to Remember is a great opportunity for all couples, whether their marriage needs a tune-up or is more in need of a complete overhaul. And just a reminder, too, that we have info on our website about the Omaha Weekend. That's in early March and the the Lincoln Weekend in late April and how couples that have never been before can apply to have the cost of their registration covered. And Dan, it's been great to hear from you this morning. Thank you for all of the years you and Julie have invested and poured into strengthening marriages. Thank you. I appreciate all you're doing. You're well-loved and thank you for your voice. It's a privilege being associated with you.